This is the Josh Moxie Journey. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Today is, well, what is it? It is uh, February 10th, 2019, and time is approximately, or not approximately, it is 1.53 p.m. Today is Reflections 31, and yeah, I think it's 31. It might be 32. I think it's 31. Anyways, Reflections is a weekly episode I create where, or a weekly series rather, where I get on camera after I'm done, finished my reflection of the week, and I just like capture the highlights of my reflection. And in my reflection, I like to talk about things like what's been on my mind, what's worked, what hasn't, how I can improve, lessons I'm learning, where I'm growing, etc. And then I get on here and I capture the highlights of it. And without further ado, let's get in to this week's episode because this has been way too fucking long in weeks past and I'd like to shorten it up a little bit. So let's get into it. What's been on my mind? All right, so my hair. I, as you know, I've been growing out since September or so, and uh, I want to grow it out to like a bun length and, and very long, okay? But right now I'm definitely having doubts that this is going to look good, or at least I'm having doubts about this awkward transition phase going from short, well, I mean, this feels quite short compared to the long and uh, too long hair. And cause the fucking sides look so awful and I do not like sides. And okay, so I, for the longest time, I had, I think what's called an undercut or something like that, whatever the thing is where you shave the sides in the back and uh, you just keep the bit up top. And there's another option of like a fade. So those two styles though, I see everywhere. And the whole reason I want, or not the whole reason, but a big part of why I want to grow my hair is I want to skate where the puck is going. I don't want to try to just duplicate current trends. I want to be in those early days of new trends. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out, I'm not even trying to figure out, I'm hoping and projecting that by the time my hair is good, long hair will be a thing again. And this like shaved sides thing will go away. It's been here since like 2013, I think because of Macklemore is my, after my quick research of it, but I don't know why the fuck it's still here. I mean, it does look good, I'm not gonna lie, uh, but I'm I'm sick of everyone doing it, so that's why I am not doing it, and hopefully it'll look good by the time I get to long hair, but uh, yeah, I definitely am having my concerns with it right now <laughs> during this awkward transition phase. This moment is enough. This is my mantra for the week, and I'm gonna cover it more in lessons, but just damn, it's a fucking great thought and a half. Muscle mass. I've been thinking a lot about Greek God and this is a Kino body program by Gregor Gallagher and just thinking about like I don't feel like I'm putting on enough mass right now and it's it's tough because the lean bulk takes a lot longer. I'm not going out of my way to go over the top with things plus I have a very high metabolism. I'm grateful for it but at the same time it can make it tough sometimes to properly build muscle and it definitely takes longer because of it. But yeah, I want to be bigger. I want to be stronger. Um, but yeah, I, that, that is just currently a lot on my mind right now. And uh, I do have some insecurities about like, fuck, I've been training for 10 months now with Greek God. Shouldn't I be stronger? Shouldn't I be bigger? And uh, th those type of thoughts are definitely creeping in right now. But uh, yeah, 
it's not the end of the world. I am growing just slower than I'd like to be. Uh, I don't feel like I'm maximizing my time enough and it's eating at me. And when I don't maximize my time enough, I start to think like, think things like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Uh, I start to feel like I'm wasting my, my early 20s, which I think are crucial periods to maximize and get a wicked ROI off of it to uh, prepare you very well for later in life. But anyways, that's, that's definitely top of mind. Like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Am I doing the right things? And I'm going to have to course correct because I can't continue in certain ways the way I am, so. What were my favorite wins? Chief aim clear, holy fuck. This is not like the biggest win of all time, but here's the reality. I've had such a tough time defining my chief aim, which is the chief goal, the biggest, or not the biggest goal, my goal that I will focus on. And whenever anyone asks you like, what's your goal? What's your chief aim? Like you should be able to think about it, that type of goal. The thing that inspires you, gets you motivated. And uh, yeah, anyways, I have had such a tough time defining my chief aim for the longest time, like years. It's always been about projects and stuff like that, but I finally got a dollar amount that fires me up and I'm like, I, it just feels so good. It came to me while I was trying to go to bed early. I was just laying there. Um, I think it was after visualization or something like that and it just came to me. And I'm so glad to have a clear chief aim. It's been so long and especially long since uh, I've had a clear dollar amount. So pumped about that. I posted five fucking episodes this week. That's insane. That's the most I've ever done. It's not actually insane. It's fucking not that hard, but uh, that is the biggest, the, the largest amount I've ever posted in one week. And it gets me excited to know that I'm making progress in this regard because I do want to create a lot of content in 2019 and document even more and share even more aspects of my journey. So to, and this road to, the why I'm posting so much right now is I'm trying to catch up because I have all this stuff edited and rendered and now it's just an act of getting it out so I can be caught up with content and start making more up-to-date stuff. So my visualization is getting even stronger. It's becoming easier. Um, I'm more okay with me wandering off now on my thoughts because it's not worth judging it. But as I get stronger, it becomes easier to come back and easier to stay on course, easier to feel feelings as well when I'm visualizing, which is the whole fucking point of it, quite frankly. Uh, yeah, that's that's going well. I'm enjoying that. I slept early six out of seven nights. That was, it's, uh, I love staying up so much, but I also want to wake up early. So in my pursuit of waking up early, sleeping earlier has to be part of it. So that's been on my power list. And uh, it's been tough because I have been not going to bed. Like the one night I went to bed at 10 p.m., I didn't fall asleep till like 2 a.m. Um, I don't know if that was this week or last week, but that type of thing. And that is a little bit irritating in terms of wasted time. However, it is required, so I have to do it. But it's getting easier. It's, it's, my body's figuring it the fuck out right now. Like, okay, he's going to bed early. Let's shoot him off to bed. Or let's, I'll actually allow him to go to bed earlier now. <laughs> what worked? Rest pause with calf raises for both single leg and double leg calf raises. Damn, it's fucking Sunday right now and I did that on Wednesday and it's still 
Okay, it doesn't hurt too much now. I can feel that. But yesterday they were still in deep pain. I'm like, holy fuck, like this is crazy how how long this is lasting right now. So three days after it was just in horrendous pain still. Not horrendous, but it was not feeling good. And that's after contrast therapy. So I don't I don't even wanna think about what it would, would have been like otherwise. But that is working. I did it previously with just standard standard training, but rest pause is just bananas. Highly recommend you integrate those or integrate that type of workout where you can. Keeping room colder when I'm trying to fall asleep. So uh, for me at least, I've found that many times a big cause of why I don't fall asleep immediately is because like, I'm just too warm. Like I find myself throwing blankets off and I just consistently keep throwing blankets off until I cool the fuck down. And this is with my window open. So I found that if you can keep the window open a little bit earlier, and uh, get that temperature colder, it's much easier to fall asleep. Like last night I fell asleep way quicker than usual. It is because the room was way colder than usual. So very, very key. Rendering two times per day in uh, with my content, long form specifically, that has been very helpful, especially because if I fuck up, then I have usually one that made it out. And I mean like fuck ups, like a little end, end, uh, editing errors or rendering errors or what have you. So whether that's me or the machine or what have you, usually I'm getting one. So the big problem I had in the past with catching up was I would have an error in one of them, or not one of them, I would have an error in the thing I rendered at night and then I'd wake up and I'd be like, fuck, I can't post today because this is not ready to post. So I'd have to wait another day. So if I can render two or three, that is so fucking ideal for catching up. Less over planning, less strategizing, and just throwing myself into things. I've called myself getting caught up in uh, the planning stage, the strategizing stage, the idea generation phase stage. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a good thing, but too much of it is not good. So just throwing myself into Moxie Energetics website was very helpful and I still have much to do, or I have more to do in there, not much to do but just some more things to do in that aspect and uh, we're close on that, which is nice. But uh, yeah, I don't get caught in that stage. Just get started on action. I'll throw a link in the description for another episode I did on this uh, that covers this in more detail. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Too much Twitter. So usually I go a lot on Instagram if I'm gonna pick a social network of choice Right now I'm just bored with Instagram. It's like not very exciting to me, but uh, Twitter is like filled with dubstep producers and dubstep DJs and artists and stuff like that. And I love that. Uh, so, but I don't leave feeling like fulfilled or inspired or anything. It's kind of just a fucking pool of just random humor and stuff like that. I don't know. It's good. And it's also like, what the fuck am I doing? It's kind of a waste of time. So, would like to do less of that and have a more focused approach and uh, engage in things that leave me feeling inspired. Love that. It's pretty much what I do with everything else. Not going outside. I haven't been outside outside in so long. And I don't mean going outside to like, yeah. I mean legit spending time in nature and but also even just going to something like a mall and just interacting with people because I'm very, I'm very a homebody right now and it's good and it also has its weaknesses as well. So, and I know, I noticed for myself, I'm very, I'm more driven when I see people. I don't know why. 
well, I do know why. I just like, there's a whole fucking slew of motivation there, but, and intentions and why it works, but it is the case and would like to do a better job of doing that. So whether that's just walking around the mall or whether that's going for a walk in nature, I would just like to get out of the house real quick and use my time productively and feel better when I return. That's kind of the goal right there of what those type of sessions would be for me. A feeling of, I have to do this instead of a feeling of, I get to do this. And that's actually not a feeling, that's a thought. But those type of intentions, if you will, if you switch the one for the other, you're going from a like, you're holding like a burden, you like have to do this versus you become fortunate that you get to do this. You're like lucky, you're, you're thankful, you're grateful for it. It's a really cool switch and I have, I have to do a better job of doing this because I many times catch myself feeling like, ugh, like I have to do this, la la la. And it's not a fun place to be and it's, it's stupid. If I understood my perspective in that moment accurately, I would feel I get to do this. It's an opportunity. It's good. So, gotta do a better job of integrating that. Being too comfortable. For example, in Moxie Energetics right now, I'm not working on it enough. I am not imagining the timeline enough. I'm not creating enough urgency in my brain. I'm not having enough fun with it, meaning like making a game out of it. I'm not, I'm not gamifying, gamifying it. I am, I'm not. I'm being way too comfortable in my work and I have to force myself to get uncomfortable. I have to do things like learning sales and I have to learn marketing better and practice approaching, cold approaching. I'm talking about it in a sales sense, uh, cold DMing, whatever the fuck you wanna call it. Um, yeah, reaching out to people, selling things, etc. I require more growth right now and I have to do that in order to become, or be, do, and have my desires, especially in a business sense. What were my biggest lessons? This moment is enough. This is something I came up with while I was journaling, and I, was, I have an affirmation aspect to my journaling in the morning, and this thought just came to me. I was like, this, this is genius. So for me, I catch myself judging moments sometimes, thinking that this moment isn't enough. This isn't, this moment is not enough for me. This isn't interesting enough. This isn't exciting enough. Um, this moment is missing something, whether that's like food or a thought or a song or a, a form of entertainment or whatever. And I, I have to remind myself that every moment is perfect in its own way. This moment is enough for me to enjoy it. This moment is enough for me to maximize it through action. This moment is enough for me to use it effectively. It's, it's just a very, it's a thought very grounded in acceptance and approval and love for just this given moment. And uh, I think it's crucial because if you're like, it's just, I for, for one just, definitely forget that every moment is perfect. Every moment is a massive opportunity and I am enough in this moment. This moment is enough for me and it's time to get to work, get to work 
and uh, make sure this moment is maximized effectively to not let it slide, to make sure it is used and properly, uh, properly maximized. I had clarity this week around Moxie Energetics because we are initially going to be targeting real estate agents who are with homes that aren't selling and the energetic block there that we can help them with. And uh, with that, we're, my, my mom and I were also just pondering the fact that we are not very passionate about real estate. This is not like the thing that pumps us up the most. What I am, what we determined we we're both passionate about though, and I'll actually just speak for myself here. What I'm passionate about is I'm passionate about helping people get results. I'm ha- passionate about easing people's pain in that selling process and how annoying it can be and making that go faster. And uh, I'm also passionate about helping people make money. So the real estate agent make money to uh, for the home to be more balanced and how peaceful that becomes because I've experienced it for myself. Um, yeah, so those type of things. I'm not passionate about the the idea of real estate, but I am passionate about helping people get results. And uh, that's very key. And what we like about real estate is because it's measurable to start. So then once we're on a roll with real estate, we can start to branch out into other things and use those measurable results as ways of uh, starting in things like working with entrepreneurs specifically is like the number one thing that I'm going to be passionate about working with. I think long-term that just fires me up thinking about working with such cool fucking people. And it's not to say real estate isn't cool. It's just, I am more passionate about the entrepreneurial space and, uh, all that jazz. I'm also passionate about helping people save fucking time. Like that is, that means so much to me because time is everything and I value it so heavily, it's insane. So I'm not the most driven right now I've ever been, and it is what it is, and uh, I've found a lot of it, I think it comes from a lack of environmental exposure. And what I mean by that is your environment, what you're exposed to on a day-to-day basis, or even just in general. So for example, your room, What's in your room that's inspiring you or it like, what's the opposite of inspiration, demotivation, that type of thing. So like, is it sucking from you, your energy, or is it energizing you? That type of thing. So for me, I want to surround myself or I have to do a better job. And I realized this over the past week, I was surrounding myself with people that are going to be raising me up even more. People that are going to be challenging my standards and not even so much as like consciously, but just like their being challenges me in a way that I am forced to grow. Um, I want to, I have to do a better job of touching and feeling and experiencing my desires and making sure I'm experiencing it in the physical rather than just an image type of thing. Cause it makes it more real. Um, what else did I write down here? My mind as well. What is occupying my mind? What real estate Am I giving it how much of what, what podcasts or images are floating around there or books or people in my brain? That is all very, very crucial. And on the people aspect, what grades am I keeping in my mind as a standard? Am I keeping things like this, for example, a book of Elon Musk, which by the way, I just finished his biography, fucking good. And this is the biography. 
but am I keeping something like this out to remind me subconsciously and consciously of someone greater that I could become and reminding myself of my potential so I am more motivated to hit that. These type of things, very fucking crucial. Haven't done a good job of, them, of doing them recently. I've got to upgrade my environmental exposure real fucking bad. I think my lack of drive also comes from a lack of, of momentum and the lack of momentum right now comes from me not pushing my comfort zone enough. And once I do that, I start to create momentum. It's just like this facing fears and gaining progress. It's just everything. Momentum is so fucking key. I've been noticing specifically with myself how much I dislike being taught when I didn't ask for a lesson in something, uh, especially if they're teaching me something I already know. But that's an unteachable way of thinking about it. But anyways, going back to this, I'm noticing that uh, if I feel this way, other people are definitely feeling this way about me when I am teaching people without asking for, uh, or if they didn't ask type of thing. And that's actually just judgment, that's not teaching. So that's a interesting thought around that. But uh, yeah, I've gotta do a better job of asking people, hey, do you want some advice? Do you want some feedback? Do you want a suggestion? Instead of just jumping right in like a judgmental fuck, even though I'm not trying to judge, I'm just trying to improve whatever it is. But that right there lies a judgment. It's a subtle thing, but by you telling them something without their asking, it's a it's you saying that it's not good enough, whatever X, Y, Z is. So that's judgment. I realized this week that legs, when they're not properly trained, makes the physique look so ridiculous if the upper body's good. My Lord, I, was, I looked at these pictures and it was just, it's so painful to look at. I can still see the one just burning my, it's just burned in my brain at this point. And it's a great thing because I'm more pumped than ever because I don't want that physique that has really skinny legs. It just looks so fucking ridiculous. Like, why? So I'm, I'm as pumped as I ever am to train legs, especially because of raves, not gonna lie. Like I, I enjoy the idea of putting, well, for one, I would love to do a triple stack. That's a dream someday. But secondly, being able to put my friends who are heavier on my shoulders. So someone like Tony, for example, who is fucking, he's like six, what is he, six five, six six, something like that? He's a big fucker, okay? So to put him on my shoulders with ease, like I already put him on my shoulders last summer, but that, and that was fine, but there's shaking involved, <laughs> heavy shaking with the fucking lack of calves that I, that I have right now that I've, I'm slowly working on. But anyways, I wanna have that be easy as fuck and have zero shakes in that type of aspect. Focused engagement is the key, not just general engagement. So on Andy's podcast, the MF CEO project, they were talking about how the future of influencers, quote unquote, going forward, uh, brands are gonna figure it the fuck out that uh, these, for example, if you think of the classic Instagram model and how many weird dudes follow them and how all these likes and comments are from a ton of weird dudes. <laughs> and those dudes are not probably going to convert into customers and that's the whole fucking point of advertising with uh with influencers is to make fucking money when you're paying the influencer to hold your product and post about it type of thing so it, it just 
it was a great clarification of some things I roughly understood, but now, and I will only really understand when I start integrating this myself properly, but having, yeah, I was just very, it's very clear to me this week that it's much better to have a 50,000 follower account with a clear focus, meaningful discussions in the comments, people actually taking away uh, real lessons, real value, than to have a million follower account with just ass pics and weird creepy dudes in the comments and stuff like that. Because like, what do you think is going to be better for business? Like, if you were a company, which one would you prefer? <laughs> what challenges did I experience? Didn't work enough, wasn't driven enough, and ultimately didn't do what I should have done, which is do it anyway. Uh, such an important principle. And sometimes when I don't follow it, I pay the price. So, gotta get back to my driven self, and I gave some actionables that uh, in lessons that uh, I have to fix and it'll make everything a lot easier. Plus, I have to do it anyway, like I said. I fucking hate being ignored. It drives me up the fucking walls right now. Um, though I did do some energetic work on it, so things are getting better, thankfully, and I'm less triggered by things, but uh, I've gotta do a better job of redefining the rules of how I think about delayed responses or no responses altogether, whether that's close friend or a celebrity or micro celebrity or just like an acquaintance all these things i have to just detach more from responses i'm so fucking bad with it on social media and texting and email and all these fucking things even in real life it, but i'm able to make more humor out of it in real life i've realized i've been making things too fucking complicated and if i just simplify the fuck up life would become so much better for example joshmoxie.com is a perfect example of it, of it all. I have this strange subconscious, or I, I feel like had might be the new term, but this strange subconscious desire to make everything so fucking complex, so fucking over the top, so fucking big. Like it's, it's great on one hand and on the other hand, or at the other side of the spectrum, it's like such a self-sabotage thing and it stops me and slows me down and would love if I could just simplify things more because it's I'm making everything too fucking complex in so many areas of my life and I've just got to simplify it in order to make shit happen, quite frankly. Procrastination on the content for the website for Moxie Energetics as well as any sales work. I've got to fucking do this. I don't have a choice, but I just, I'm not giving myself enough pressure right now and enough urgency. It's so close to crunch time, and yet I'm still allowing myself to not work as much as I should, and it's so bad, it's so bad. Two more social triggers. One, when people only talk about themselves. Two, when people do not stay to their word, don't stick to their word, it, those, those things drive me fucking insane. I'm not gonna say anything else because I'm getting tired right now, but that is, some high pet peeves of mine, that's for sure. Where did I grow the most? Consistency with content. Yeah, so I hit five, I think I did five episodes in a row. And that, or no, I did four episodes in a row and then yesterday I fucked up. And then today I will have another episode up. But 
yeah, that's a lot of consistency for me in the podcast arena. And it feels good and I've got to keep it going because it's paramount if I want to hit my goals for podcast and keep up the skill and momentum. I feel like I grew in humility this week. Just like really accepting even more how flawed I am and how flawed the world is. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something that just came to mind. I think it's pretty accurate. I'm insanely fucked up. Everyone else is insanely fucked up. And uh, we're all just one big fucked up world. <laughs> but we have good hearts, we have good intentions, and things play out eventually. What am I obsessed with right now? This is so weird. I would never think I would talk about this and obsessed, but I guess I will. Uh, I'm obsessed with Sellout, which is a song by Marshmallow and Sudden Death. What I love about this is Marshmallow is very generic EDM, mainstream, no offense Marshmallow, just the, my opinion is the case. Um, Sudden Death is almost like tear out, very hard dubstep, and to have them collaborate was such a beautiful thing. And it became a, a, such a nice song. Uh, I've got to be up to 45 plays in two days right now. It's really fucking good. It's my go-to loop song right now. So enjoying it. And it is nothing like you, I, I didn't expect it to be so fucking aggressive. I thought they were gonna tone it down, but Marshmallow is just in the mood to say fuck you to this box that everyone's put him in of only soft music. And he's just expanding everywhere. Like I heard a, almost like a Spanish song or something like that last week or an Indian song. I'm sorry, don't, don't fucking kill me. I don't know which one it is. But anyways, that type of thing. The going outside of his comfort zone and saying fuck you to everyone who's trying to put him inside this little box. So for him, for him to release a dubstep track was like the best thing. I loved it so much. And I'm loving the song. It's so nice and melodic for the first part. And then it goes right into the drop and it's heavy as fuck. And it's... It's just a great combination from the two. I love it so much. Reflections 31 in the books. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm not sure how it came out. I feel like this is every fucking outro. Anyways, I'm going to keep rolling with that. So uh, yeah, if you enjoyed it, if you found value in it, whether it's inspiration, motivation, entertainment, education, any of those, if you thought it was worth it, if you could do me an awesome favor, and give it a like rating, a comment, a subscribe, a follow, uh, any of those things, whatever is the feedback for the platform that you're consuming this on, whether you're on podcast, Facebook, YouTube, IGTV, whatever the fuck it is, there's no way actually way it's on IGTV because I have a cap at 10 minutes. But anyways, uh, yeah, I really hope this brought you some value though. And uh, yeah. Appreciate it. I hope you could share it with a friend if it was worth it. Anyways, um, I am done talking. I feel like I've been talking for a while now. So anyways, my name is Josh Moxie and I will catch you later.